Hello, and welcome to the Philosophical Angle podcast with your host, author Chris Angle. Hi, this is the Philosophical Angle program, and I am your host, Chris Angle. I am the author of four books on philosophy, one of which is the Philosophical Equations of Economics. The purpose of the Philosophical Angle is to examine the nature and concepts being used in current media. And this week we're going to talk about the concept of Islamic terrorism, and the application is going to be the West's refusal to believe in Islamic terrorism. Uh, we've discussed previously in our uh, in, in sessions about the stimulus inside the Quran that provides for the production of jihad terrorism against the West. But today, let's discuss why the media, the authorities, and the politicians have been trying to disassociate this connection and supplant it with their line of thought that there is not a connection between jihad and Islam, the religion of peace. But that the terrorism is caused by mental instability and criminal behavior. Why, why would they do this? Uh, uh, before we go on, uh, I'd just like to uh, do a little aside here. I just said the religion of peace. Islam actually refers to submission. And if you believe in the word of Allah, uh, you submit to his word. And from that submission, from submitting to the word of Allah, uh, as described in the recitation, um, which is the meaning of Quran, you automatically achieve peace within you. So I don't really think that the, when they say the religion of peace, when the politicians say the religion of peace, it's referring to peace amongst people of the world. Uh, I, I don't think it's that type of peace that Islam refers to. Okay, uh, enough of the aside. Uh, so back to the Quran, and uh, the Quran calls for the generation of violence against the unbeliever. So why would the left leaning politicians and authorities try to prevent society from understanding this connection. And um, I'd like to give you a couple examples uh, to begin with, um, just for a little verisimilitude. Uh, the, uh, in the Netherlands, State TV, uh, they edited Theresa May's London speech to remove references to Islam. From uh, As reported by the Jihad Watch by Robert Spencer on June 10th, uh, he said that the first priority after every jihad terror attack, make sure that no one has any negative thoughts about Islam. It's incredible that even the dimmy appeaser, May's supine speech was too much for the taxpayer-funded Dutch media. Uh, it quoted... The NOS, which is, I guess, the Dutch uh, state media, edits the video of Theresa May uh, to cut out extreme Islam. This was taken from a piece by Lars Bentham from, I'm going to mangle this, but it's from the, uh, the, the De Dagelisk Standard on June 6th. Uh, Robert Spencer reports that the NOS had cut the part about uh, extremist Islam from the speech. The NOS claims that it regrets that it should indeed have reported the speech correctly, but from the context, it turned out that it had 
to do with Islam. There could be no doubt about the stance of the state television. In another uh, example from France, uh, Robert Spencer reports on June 12th, authorities covered up Muslim murder of Jewish women to stop Le Pen upsurge. Uh, he reports, uh, Spencer reports that the globalist, the globalist socialist elites will stop at nothing and sacrifice any number of lives to preserve their hegemony and keep people ignorant as to the nature and magnitude of the jihad threat. Uh, he quotes uh, from a uh, periodical there on June 9th called the JTA. French intellectuals accuse authorities of covering up Jewish women slain by Muslim neighbor. Uh, from this article, a European parliamentary member and 17 promise, prominent French intellectuals protested the omission of anti-Semitism from a draft indictment of a Muslim for the murder of his Jewish neighbor. And then again from June 13th, Robert Spencer reports from his, uh, which he wrote on his Jihad Watch, an article entitled, Washington Post ascribes Orlando Jihad Massacre to gun violence, omits all mention of Islam or Jihad. And lastly, at least for now, uh, we all know that the Obama administration for the eight years of his, while he was in office, uh, he had a hard time saying the words Islamic terrorism. So, okay, enough of those examples. Uh, let's get down to explaining why this is occurring or why it has occurred. I think the left hides the connection because it feels and basically assumes that the other person is, is of no good intentions and that his nature is inherently bad. Then you can ask, why don't they consider those of Islam bad? Uh, we, we, we could ask that question. And the answer to that is it's because the people of the Middle East were victims of the exploitation of the behavior of those of Western Europe and America, and particularly the, the British and, and the French. And, uh, and, of course, the American, and from the early 1900s on, um, when oil was discovered in Iran, uh, very early in the 1900s, uh, and the Iranians also, were, they were victims of the British once oil was discovered there. And later on, uh, other parts of the Middle East, uh, uh, there were victims of the Americans, the French, and the British because of their exploitative nature in the buying and selling and, and trading of oil. Uh, they were, uh, because the Middle East nations were victims, their status is, is elevated in, in the eyes of the left. And it, it doesn't matter whether their nature is inherently of the good or bad because they were victims. And so they need to be helped. Uh, when, when they were locked in battle with the evil Western exploitative capitalists. Uh, and, uh, and so the left uh, finds a friend, and, uh, and of course, as we all know, a friend in need is a, a friend indeed. So, um, to wit, uh, we'll explain. Previously, we discussed the link between the Quran and terrorism 
and uh, we noted that the Quran provides the stimulus for the production of jihad terrorism. Uh, we've noted that the media and the authorities and the politicians are trying to disassoci disassociate uh, this thought line. They assert that there is no connection between Islam, which is the religion of peace, and terrorism. And because these politicians, these authorities and, these, and this, this media and the government in general are sympathetic to the people of the Middle East and, and Muslims in general, uh, worldwide. Uh, but, but why is this? Because the people of the Middle East have been exploited. And a, and a good example is this oil exploitation since the, since the early 1900s. But why would the people at the, of the left who are in control of the media and in control of the parliaments of Western Europe and, and thus the authorities, why, why would they care? The answer is that the left assumes that all others outside of its clique are bad, that the nature of, of others is inherently of no good, and, and this unethical nature is exemplified by the Western civilization's exploitation really of the people throughout the world, not just in the Middle East. The, the Western man, particularly the Americans, uh, has taken advantage of, of others through exploitation. And this exploitation appears in transactions with other persons. Uh, the, the rich American will extract from the deal more than he deserves, leaving uh, the other person with less than he deserves, making the transaction ultimately unfair. Where have we heard that word unfair before? The Americans and others like him in the Western world have throughout history unfairly exploited the common man making them peasants. And there is something to be said of this. Look at the history of the Dark Ages and the Middle Ages where the serfs and peasants were treated mercilessly, ruthlessly, ravaged and exploited by those in power. Ergo, looking at the unfairness exemplified by history, the peasants, the serfs, all throughout the Dark and Middle Ages, and more recently the, the common laborers in, in the Industrial Age, unfairness runs and has abounded a throughout history up until the present day. Look at the mega-rich. Look at the poor. Look at the poor today. Look at the history. Look at the history of the world. The leftists will conclude that man's nature is bad and today is no different from the rest of history. There has been evil exploitation throughout all the ages and today is no different. Look at this in the last hundred years. Look at Pol Pot, Mao, Stalin. How many people did they murder? Just peasants, just serfs, just, just, just regular people. The leftist concludes that unfairness must be eliminated and I have to say that they, they have a point. Thus they conclude that this unfairness needs to be eradicated. But how? 
their choice of weapon is through the means of a strong, coercive government with powers of enforcement whose ends will be the elimination of fairness. The product? Utopia. Utopia has been described by several philosophers, most notably Plato's Republic, Sir Thomas More's Utopia, books by B.F. Skinner, uh, most notably Walden II, uh, by Marx, The Communist Manifesto. So uh, these are good examples of, of the, the, the philosopher's utopia. And in these works, in the liberal's mind, uh, the individual imperatives, which are priorities of how we of how we can live our lives, these individual imperatives are replaced with the directives, that is, the priorities of society's rulers, thus eliminating individualism. When you replace individualism with the priorities of the utopian, unfairness is eliminated or so the utopian left likes to believe and would like you to believe also. When individualism has been replaced with uh, the all-powerful government promoting the, the ultimate good and promoting all that is fair and eliminating exploitation, making society totally egalitarian, all is well. In order to get to this utopian good of fairness and the, uh, the utopian left, we'll need to eliminate the rights of the individual and swap them for the powers of the state, which will be the mechanism by which the utopian left will use to achieve their utopian ideal of fairness. Thus, the goals of the left are all that is poetically just, right, and fair. On the other hand, the goal of the individual is to obtain goodness and bring oneself up away from misery, which is the purpose and objective of all of life. All life entities seek goodness for itself and all life tries to bring itself up away from misery, which is the definition of good. The individual's priorities of purpose are as follows. First and foremost, in importance, are the self and the family. Then, society in general, then the country, and then the world. The utopian's order of priorities of purpose are the opposite. They start with the priorities of goodness for the world. Actually, I probably should say, instead of goodness, they start with the priorities of justice for the world and work back to the goodness and, and fairness of, of individuals cooperating with each other. Well, we've come far afield here, away from the politicians, 
away from the press, away from the authorities, trying to hide the relationship of the, the jihadi terrorists and the Quran. It is because while the, the crusade of creating real fairness, the utopian left first priority is to eliminate the wealth of the Western male, particularly the American white male, who controls most of the wealth in the Western world. As those who are of no wealth, but victims of the exploitative nature of those who have the wealth, which was obtained unfairly, such as from the small bands of terrorists, the utopian left will not want to elevate the status of the small-time terrorists to a world-class terrorist, obtaining world-class notoriety, which would come into competition with the utopian left's goal, which is the elimination of unfairness and the elimination of evil that has been produced by the industrial capitalist. And, uh, and voila, there arises the need for the disassociation of Western Europe's incidents of terror with the connection to the belligerent incendiary passages of the jihad in the Quran. So I'd like to thank you for joining me and stay tuned next week for another episode of The Philosophical Angle. If you have any comments, email them to me at chrisangle1 at icloud.com. Thank you for joining us on the Philosophical Angle podcast. Be sure to subscribe and join us for the next installment.